Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. Uh, I've been on this kick for several weeks now about seeds and and sharing your faith with people and how we do it and when it doesn't go right, how we're going to treat people and we're not going to get mad at them and we're just going to brush the dust off and keep moving along and we have to show people joy and there's some risk in this, right? You're going to lose some friends and stuff. Well, I wanted to talk one more week about this. The seed that gets planted, the seed that we've been talking about sowing got sown in you. How did your seed grow? Where, where are you at in this process? And we're supposed to bear fruit, right? In fact, it says, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Somebody planted a seed in you, and you took it, and God helped you water it, care for the soil, cultivate it. What kind of a tree did you turn into? We actually had a meeting, and, and one of the icebreaker questions was, what kind of tree did you turn out to be? And boy, it hit me hard. Do I bear fruit? Do you bear fruit? We're supposed to. I mean, I, I realize I look like a big willow tree or something, but we're supposed to bear fruit. Are you? Inside the fruit that we bear are the seeds. And this, I think, is a a great analogy of you don't so much have to tell people your faith as it just is shown by the fruit that comes from you. There's seeds in the fruit, and they're going to fall, and they're going to grow. And some are going to get plucked away. Some are going to fall on bad ground. How's your ground? What kind of ground is your tree growing in? These are the things that we don't often think about, and we actually can find ourselves in this commonplace of faith. Um, some pastors like to call it mundane. And, you know, you, you're just on fire, right? You, you come to know God and, and know who his son is and what he did for you, and you're on fire. Man, this is, this is easy, right? This is when we, we're just telling everybody. Well, first of all, did that happen to you? And then pretty soon, it kind of starts to dwindle a little bit. You see that other people aren't reacting. I got a friend that actually, when he first came to know Christ and he got saved, went up to another pastor and ran up to him, you know, and I I got saved. Told him the date and everything. Remember we talked about, you you should know the date or at least the month. I I got saved. And he's like, okay. Like he was a weirdo. How do you treat people? How do people treat you? Do they see any fruit in you? Are you excited? Do you have any joy in your life? What kind of ground is your tree growing in? I think this this commonplace that we fall into, and and I hate to say this, but our, our marriages get like this. I mean, we're in love, right? I better be careful what I say here, but you're in love. And things are just on fire. And then as time goes on, Yes, the love's still there. Oh, sure, sure, I love, I love, love. Hold hands once in a while. I always tell Kelly, now I get credit for initiating this one. I'll reach over and grab her hand and say, I want credit for this. You know, I didn't used to do that. Right? I, I initiated this. I want credit. Give me, give me a point. 
right? You kind of fall into this commonplace. And this happens in our faith, too. It really does. We, we're saved. We know Christ. Yeah, yeah, the pastor just keeps talking about this stuff. I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. This commonplace can be a real problem. In fact, it's actually a very good test of your faith on where and what you do during this commonplace. The honeymoon's over. You're not seeing the excitement that you once had. You know, people come to know Christ and they just are on fire. And then you see them in a couple years and they've, they've changed churches and, and different things. They, they start to tell you things that are going on that, that aren't good. What, what happened to the fire? What happened to this love for Christ, this joy? So you come in here on Sunday mornings, and, you know, the, the music gets me pumped up, and it actually leads me into a place where I can give a message. But the messages kind of all seem the same. I had somebody tell, you, tell me once that they're all the same. Okay. I knew where they were at. And the message isn't for me. That's for somebody else. Now I know where they're at. Where are you at? What kind of tree are you? Actually, did your seed fall on the shallow soil and withered away? You know, this story of sowing seeds, do you think it's just for new believers? Do you think it's just for you to throw down your seed and if the bird plucks it away and it goes away or the thistles grow up, oh well, right? We talked about this. Brush the dust off and move on. Maybe somebody else can reach them. How are you? Did your seed fall on shallow ground? And you know, it, it, it pops up quick, right? It pops up. And all of a sudden, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I can remember being like that. Is that where you're at? You just go to church, just what, what we do, it begins to just be commonplace. And we should never get out of the habit of doing this. But is there any excitement in it anymore? God didn't bring you this far to just bring you this far. There's so much more. And sometimes when people fall into this commonplace and they actually start to get dusty. And and you can refer back to these seeds, right? The first one fell on the path and the birds ate it. The second one fell in a rocky place where the soil was shallow. It sprung up and got withered away. The third one got choked out by thorns. That's the desires of this world. And then the last one fell on good soil. And a lot of people want to take this and say, well, that means that they really were the faithful ones. They're the ones that really got saved. The other ones never really did get saved. Well, didn't they? Because then we're going to, uh, we're going to go into this, this um, very complex discussion on once saved, always saved. I mean, you like that, right? Everybody wants to say that. But the seed that you throw down and it sprung up, right? And now the fire's gone. Well, they probably never really were saved. Or did they lose their salvation? Where are you at? Where, what kind of soil was your tree planted in? Did it spring up? Oh, man, this is awesome. You told everybody about church. I'm saved. And then pretty soon, well, we probably should go to church today. Yeah, but I got this. Okay. It's okay. The pastor said we don't have to go to church every Sunday. Is that what happens to you? Has it happened to you? And you're waiting for that next best thing, right? I want you to think about this. 
David was not just a shepherd. He could have just said, I'm a shepherd, um, you know, but no, he got the fire. And he went and he got the rock and the sling. He had no doubts. Is that what you need to get back on track again? You need something like that, some sort of a miracle to come along? You love to get excited when the miracles happen, right? And you love to pray when you're going through a hard time. But what about this commonplace in between? What do you do? Well, the pastor said, if I just act right, they'll see the fruit in me, and then when the fruit comes out of me, it'll fall. That's kind of losing your fire. You're not, you're not seeing what God's doing in people's lives. And pretty soon you're just kind of, you know, the fish is still on the back of the car, but you didn't have that fire. Now, majority of you in here, I, I've had some very exciting times. Has our relationship just kind of, eh, I'm not, I'm not talking about you and me. I'm talking about the church. One universal church of Christ. Where are you at? Are you in this mundane place, this common place, and getting kind of dusty? Everything's the same. Messages are all the same. David wasn't just a shepherd. He could have just stopped, right? And you, too, can become a Christian, and you're on fire, but then you're just flatlined from then on. David could have just stayed being a shepherd. He was probably happy with that. It was a lowly job, but, you know, he had one. Matthew was, was not just a tax collector, but he would have been pretty well off. You see, they were kind of corrupt, and they were pocketing some money. If you understand the tax collectors of those days, he could have been really happy just where he was at. Yep, there's the Messiah. He said, follow me. No, I'm, I'm good right here. What happens when Jesus says, follow me? Not just once. What about today? What about when you leave here? Are you in this common place? Esther wasn't just a beauty queen, but she could have been just happy just like that, right there, in that comfortable place. Simon and Andrew weren't just fishermen, and neither are you just wherever it is you're at. It doesn't work that way. And you have to sometimes put effort into seeing it. And I, I probably have a little advantage over some of you. I, I get some very encouraging messages, and then I get a couple that I, I call them hate mail. They're not really hate mail. It's just a figure of speech, right? And uh, it goes back and forth, and sometimes I'm on fire, and sometimes I'm like, are you kidding me? And, you know, I see somebody do something right after church, and like, I just talked about that. None of you guys. You know. Those are people we saw online. <laughs> and then I do it and say, OMG. Right? Commonplace. We're just kind of happy with where we're at. We're just kind of comfortable. You know, we get really, really comfortable in this place. And we don't want to step out. We've already done that. We were on fire. We told everybody. And then we just kind of... Hey, I'm comfortable right here. I love my Lord and my Savior, and I'm just, just comfortable. And then you wonder, where is this fire? But you're the one that's comfortable in this commonplace. You're so comfortable, you won't step out and take any risks that I talked about last week. You won't take the risk because you're very, very comfortable in commonplace. 
and the dust kind of starts to fall on you. And sure, you're saved. And sure, I go to church and Jesus is my Savior. Is there any fire in that? And I'm not trying to make you all run out of this place and start doing cartwheels and everything. I mean, we've talked about cartwheels too. And I'm going to do one one of these days. Last thing I do. That's it. That's going to be it right there. So when I get ready to retire, when you see me do a cartwheel, you'll know I won't be here next Sunday. But boy, won't it be fun. I bet I could draw a crowd. You'd love to see that. In fact, you love to see the fail. Right? Don't we love this? We watch these YouTube things and stuff. We, we, don't, we don't get on there and look for all the good stuff, and people are joyful and stuff. Maybe some of you do. We look for the fail. Anybody know what army fail is? You know, right? <laughs> Gabe, you know, don't you? Just videos of people just screwing up. And it is hilarious. Is that what it takes? Somebody actually screwing up? to get this joy in you and this fun. Don't you see what God's doing around you? Are, you? are you missing it? Are you even looking for it anymore? Once the fire's out, you don't see the blessings and the favor the way that you used to. You get in this common place, and everything's just okay, and it's safe here, and I'm comfortable here, and I don't really want to step out and do anything different because this has been so good. And I already done, did all that other stuff. That Maybe that's for new, new Christians. I, I don't want to do that stuff anymore. Are you actually a tree that fell on shallow ground? A seed? Is your tree growing on shallow ground? Is your tree growing amongst the thorns and the thorns are choking it out? This, this is a beautiful plan from the enemy. You've got to understand that this is not from God. This is a plan to destroy God's plan. It's to get you in a common place where you are so comfortable. And you can say to anybody, I am a Christian. I believe in Jesus. The grave is empty. But you're still just in this common place, right? What kind of ground is that? Am I, am I totally off base here? Is that not ground where the tree sprung up and then the thorns kind of choke it out? Is that, is that not ground where it was a little shallow and it sprung up and looked good, but then kind of withered away? It's still a tree. And God sends Jesus to earth to get this kind of excitement in us, to show us this kind of love, this joy and this peace. And we kill him. He goes around, he curses a fig tree. Think about it. This is a tree, just like us, but it wasn't bearing any fruit, and he cursed it. He was so upset when he goes into Jerusalem that they weren't more excited. They didn't plan for him to come the way they should have. Don't we get like that? I don't want to get there anymore. I don't want to stay there. It's, it's comfortable, isn't it? Right where you're at. Don't want to really step out or anything. Oh, sure, you put a little something on Facebook, you know. Get 20 likes. Whew. You put something on there where you tripped and fell and dropped a wedding cake, you get thousands of them. But this, this 
you know, just commonplace. Yeah, they, they came to know Christ and they put that stuff. Don't worry. On Monday, they'll put something else. Maybe you only get five likes the next time you do it. You see, it's choking you out. You don't get any response the next month. Maybe the seed did fall on shallow ground. Maybe you sprung up like crazy. Don't you see it anymore? Don't you see the miracles? The joy? The excitement? I want to talk to you about the the parable of the barren fig tree. Um, It's Luke 13, 6 through 9. Um, We can even put this one on the screen. Jesus is speaking here. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went out and looked for fruit on it, but he did not find any. This would be God. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, let's call them Jesus, you want to? For three years, I have been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? It was a fig tree, and now it's not producing fruit. For three years, he gave it a chance. Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year. And I'll dig around it, and I'll fertilize it, and it will bear fruit next year. If not, then cut it down. Is Jesus telling you right now, I'm going to give you another year? You were on fire. You kind of came to a common place. Now, this fig tree was part of the vineyard. And I don't want to confuse you here whether this was somebody that lost their salvation. I've heard of people talking about that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that sometimes we do not produce fruit anymore. And we're just in this commonplace. We're taking up the soil. God's watching. Three years he looked for fruit on that tree. How long has it been for you? Maybe you're one of these people that are on fire. Don't ever let it go out. Don't ever let the honeymoon end. Those of us that have been married quite a while get this, right? Maybe some of you are better than I am. And if you go tell Kelly this, I'm going to, I will curse your fig tree. Right? But I don't do the things I used to do. And I know a couple of you. Mm, Still hold the door for your wife to get in the car, right? Flowers. Oh, I did that for so long. And then it kind of just got to be a commonplace. And then she says, why don't you do this anymore? Then I do it again. I'm telling you right now, why don't you do it anymore? Where's your excitement? Where's your zeal? Where's the salt of the earth? The saltiness is gone. And they trample on it. And it's good for nothing. Where's your excitement? Where's your joy? I think the problem here is that you're actually not looking for it because you're very comfortable with where you're at. There's so much goodness out there. There really is. And you can see people's lives are being changed if you'll just look for it. If you'll you'll take the time and look for the opportunities. Where can I love somebody? Where can I help somebody? What can I do for you, Jesus? You'll find it. But you're afraid to step out. You're afraid to take that risk we talked about. 
What's it going to cost me? And what am I going to get out of it? What kind of soil did your seed fall on? What kind of tree are you? The good soil produces a good tree. And even then, it goes through seasons. I get this. And so do I. So does everybody. But every year, it produces new fruit with seeds. Everything falls to the ground. All seeds are planted from just about everything. The fruit falls and it, you know how nature takes its course, right? The fruit falls or whatever it is, the seed falls and it might grow up and it might not. What season are you in? Maybe it's time to produce some fruit. When the fig tree that they they use so much of an analogy of the fig tree, do you realize that it actually produces two harvests? Not just one. So when a fig tree doesn't produce fruit anymore, it's really bad. Because when they get weak or old or something, they'll just produce one. But when they're young and on fire and it fell on good ground, a fig tree produces a crop twice a season. And it looks good. The ones that don't bear fruit anymore, they still have leaves. This is actually why he cursed the fig tree, is that it had leaves. So when he got there, he thought there would be fruit on it. When there's leaves, there's fruit. That's why he was so mad. It looked like we do. It looks like a Christian, but it didn't have any fruit on it. Maybe it was just in this common place. Maybe it was just in this place where it was comfortable. Is that where you're at? Because it's time to get some fire going. And you've got to find the place where this fire's burning to get it back again. And we don't look close enough. I'm going to use my wife again not to offend anybody. And don't go running down the hall or anything. She uses this card writing thing. This is kind of her ministry. I, I joke about it all the time, right? I've spent half my life standing in stores while she picks out the perfect card for you. Perfect. And then she goes home and spends hours thinking about it and praying over it. And oh, all of a sudden she gets this verse and she writes it down. And I'm trying to talk to her, right? And then I say, why do you do that? You didn't used to do that. That's my little, Right? Maybe I don't bring flowers home as often. But she's not listening to me. She's so wound up in this. And then one of you will get a hold of her and say, that card was just what I needed. Oh, the fire. That's fire. She's going to do it again. Most of you have probably gotten more than one card. If you're new to Simply Free, just wait a few weeks. Half my income goes to cards and stamps. But she likes it. This is where she finds her fire. This is what keeps the fire going in her. And the kids over there. So what are you guys doing? I'm not trying to get you all into ministry, right? But what are you doing? Okay, so let's take a look at Spooky Saturday Night. Now, some of you were involved in that, right? What a blast. This was fun. The kids' faces, you can see goodness happening. The love. This thing, man, pumped me up fertilizer. Sometimes you got to take care of it. Are you looking for anything? Are you looking for an opportunity to do the work of Christ? Are you looking for anybody that's in need? Um, Frank and Amy Simmons actually went along with us in uh, a parade 
towards the end of the year. Was it the Lena Parade? Were, is Frank and Amy here? Yeah. Right? When, you, when we got done with that, you had a blast. I know everybody's feet was sore except me. I rode in the truck. <laughs> and my fire is gone. But to see their joy and to see the people along the road, you know, doing the work of Christ. Let's bring some joy to some people. And this was fun. And we got done, and Amy and Frank were like, that is a blast. Why haven't we done this before? How about you guys? Now, it's not parade season, right? What are you doing? Because you can find it. Will the worship team get ready? Oh, my goodness. Maybe, maybe I am on fire. You guys bring me cookies and stuff. I, I, you want to keep me fat. I know you do. For my birthday, I had bowls and bowls I had to return to you. All the favorite stuff, you know. Oreo balls. You ever had Oreo balls? <laughs> you talk about fire. That'll get you going. But my reaction to the Oreo balls probably put them on fire. What are you doing? It's out there. It truly is. All you got to do is look for it. Get out of this commonplace, this mundane place that you're at, and get back on fire again. We got a lot of work to do. This world is falling to pieces. And we're starting to get back to church now. Are you really? Or are you just going? This commonplace. Then dust kind of falls on you, and, well, next week I'll... He sent his spirit to guide you along, not so that you could just find this common place and just stay there. You get so covered with dust, and it's very comfortable. I know we don't want to do new things and stuff like that, but, you know, we can find so much excitement. We can see people's lives being changed. If you'll just look, ask me. I'll tell you what's going on, because you're part of it. And I'm very proud of you guys. I really am. Brush the dust off you. Get back to church. Get back to being the church. And take that dust that falls off of you and scoot it together and put a seed in it. And watch what happens. But you've got to watch it or you'll never see the joy that comes from throwing down a seed. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for fertilizing us and watering us and keeping us going. God, let us know when we're in this common place where, where you want us to get out of it and get back to work to expand the kingdom. God, use each and every one of us right where we're at, right now. Let us know what you want us to do because there's so much opportunity out there. Sometimes we need you just to pull us, drag us, push us, trip us, whatever you need to do to get it into our head that we need to get back to work. It's in Jesus' awesome name we thank you for this time together. Amen.